But I digress. Welcome to Right Start with Jim Custer, teaching pastor of Grace Polaris Church in Columbus, Ohio. Digressions, tangents, asides, yes, they can be distracting, but sometimes they help illuminate the main narrative. Last week, Jim began noting the digressions in the book of Revelation that throw many people off track. Today, he'll point out some more. The Apostle John devotes a large portion of his book to these sidebars because they're important, but it's also very important that we distinguish the color commentary from the chronology of Revelation. Here's Jim. When the seventh angel sounds the seventh trumpet, look what's going to happen. When he blows his trumpet, then God's hidden plan will be completed as he announced to his servants the prophets. What does that mean? That means that certain things are going to happen in conjunction with the seventh angel's trumpet that are going to dramatically put events on the earth in terms of fulfilled prophecy into high gear. That's what that means. Some things are going to happen on the earth when the seventh angel sounds his trumpet that are going to, <laughs> they're going to totally change life on earth for every person living here. I mean, totally change. He goes on then, give John the scroll, John eats the scroll, and he says, the angel says, now John, you're going to be proclaiming things that pertain to this, this, this period of time when restraints will be removed and when the events prophesied are going to accelerate or take place. Now, Jesus told us in Matthew 24, he said, when you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place, well, that's exactly what Daniel had talked about. And Jesus said, as written or as prophesied by Daniel the prophet, then you flee, you run, you hasten to the place in the wilderness. Don't stay in Jerusalem. Why? Because that public desecration of the temple will inaugurate the presidency of the king of the world, his majesty, the Antichrist. Simultaneous with that, the two prophets will be killed. Simultaneous with that, Satan and all the demons who now have access to heaven are going to be kicked out. That's going to be a traumatic moment. And here's the key. Here's the key. If you see that, you can take it to the bank. It's going to be one half of the 70th week of Daniel will begin there. That's how pivotal that event is. The desecration of the temple and the death of the two witnesses is God's signal to the people on earth that you're halfway through this 70th week, the one Daniel prophesied. You're going to be 42 months. 
1,640 days, time, time, stamp of time. And what you find, what you find then in the message that this angel gives, you find those figures, I think five or six times. Now, let's read on. The angel has John measure the temple and the people worshiping there, tells him about the two witnesses who are going to have 42 months. You'll see that in verse 3 of chapter 11. I will empower my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1260 days, dressed in sackcloth. That's a specific number of days. Now, we do not have any sign. We do not have any sign in Scripture that tells us the day those two witnesses begin their ministry. We don't have it. But if you're living on the earth and you see those two witnesses killed and you see the temple in Jerusalem desecrated, you see that, you set your time clock. It will be exactly 1,260 days from that experience until Jesus returns from heaven to fight the battle of Armageddon. That's what the angel says when he says that when the seventh angel and the seventh trumpet sounds, Delay will be no longer. So we read in his message that the two witnesses finish their ministry and they are killed. And their bodies lie in the streets of Jerusalem. You know all about that. Then in verse 11, chapter 11, verse 11, after three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them and they stood on their feet. Great fear fell on those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. You've already heard that tonight. Where did you hear it? That's what Jesus said to John on the Isle of Patmos in chapter 4, verse 1. Same voice, same person says to these two killed martyrs, these two prophets, come up here. And the Bible says... They went up to heaven in a cloud while their enemies watched. That word, they went up, is the same word translated raptured. It's the same word. They are raptured to heaven. Resurrected from the dead. That's pretty dramatic stuff. And when you see that, you know, you know that the 70th year, the 70th week of Daniel's prophecy is half over. You know it's going to be 1260 days until King Jesus returns. You know it's going to be 42 months that King Jesus returns. You know it's going to be time, times and a half time King Jesus returns. Not only does the angel do that, but the angel then gives all this enormous additional information about what takes place during that other or that last 42 months, the second half of the tribulation. You read that in chapter 12, you read that in chapter 13, you read that in chapter 14. So here's what I want you to do, trust me. 
I want you to bracket in your Bible, I want you to take a pencil and bracket, chapter 10, verse 1, and then put the other part of the bracket in chapter 14 at the end of the chapter, which is verse 20. All of those verses are an interview. An interview. An interview. And there are things talked about in that passage of Scripture, there are things talked about there that had previously happened during the first half of the tribulation. These two witnesses have been preaching, doing miracles, witnessing for God for the whole first 42 months of the tribulation period. They've been in service serving God for 1260 days. But they're not mentioned until you come to this interview. Got it? <laughs> you got room for one more thing in your brain. Turn back, please, to chapter 7, verse 1. And here I want you to bracket this as well. 7 verse 1, bracket it, the whole of, of chapter 7. Now, in the chronology, and here's where we'll move. In the chronology, Jesus opens seal 1, seal 2, seal 3, seal 4, seal 5, seal 6. And at the end of the sixth seal being opened, we read this incredible passage about kings and slaves realizing that what's taking place on the earth is coming from the wrath of God. That's how chapter 6 ends. See that? That's how chapter 6 ends. And it ends with this question. In light of the wrath of God, in light of the time of judgment that we're living on in earth, who is able to stand? Who's going to make it? Chapter 7 answers that question. And there are two groups of people that are mentioned. In the first part of chapter 7, he talks about 144,000 Jewish believers who come to faith in Christ after the rapture. The church is in heaven. So these guys aren't part of the church. And they're going to have a powerful prophetic ministry on the earth, 144,000. They will not be killed. They will not be killed. They will live on the earth during the whole seven years. And they will be the strategic evangelists for God during that whole period. And their faith will be initiated, undoubtedly, through the preaching and teaching of those two witnesses. That's the first part of chapter 7. Now look at verse 9. After this, John says, I looked and there was a vast multitude, look at this, from every nation, tribe, people, language, which no one could number, they're standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were robed in white with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, Salvation, they say, belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, 
the elders, the four living creatures, they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God. You can read what they said. Verse 13, then one of the elders, here's an elder, then one of the elders says to John, who are these people robed in white? Where did they come from? John says, sir, I don't know. Sir, you know. That's always a wise answer when you're dealing with a heavenly host. <laughs> sir, you know. I don't. You know. Then he told me, watch. These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. That's the second half of that 70th week of Daniel. These people come out of that period, that great tribulation. They've washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God. They serve him day and night in his sanctuary. And you can read on and on what happens. Here's the point. In chapter 7, you first have information about the 144,000 who are saved, sealed, and sent to be witnesses for God during the whole seven years. So when the question is, who's going to be able to stand? Well, there'll be 144,000 Jews who are going to stand. And as a result of their testimony, and as a result of the, witness, the two witnesses, a host, innumerable host of people out of all nations, tribes, and languages are going to be saved, martyred, martyred during the second half of the tribulation period. So chapter 7 is an interlude to answer the question, who will be saved? And it tells us very clearly that all, although God is going to be pouring out wrath, judgment upon the systems of this world, Satan, all, all of that, he is at the same time going to be issuing the gospel of grace, and there will be people being saved, a host of people that no one can name. So you see, if all you had was just that chapter and you didn't understand that it's, a, it's an interlude, it's, it's, it's information that isn't controlled by the chronology of the book, if you didn't understand that, then it would be confusing. And John gets this information after the sixth seal has been broken. And then the seventh seal is broken, chapter 8. And then six of the trumpets speak. And when the sixth trumpet has finished his message, look with me please at the last verse of chapter 9. The rest of the people who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands to stop worshiping demons, idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, wood, which are not able to see, hear, or walk. And they did not repent of their murders, their sorceries, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. What's the key to that? The summary is they refused to repent. Now, where are we in the chronology of the book? Where are we in the movement of time? Well, the angel said that when the seventh trumpet spoke, the last half of the tribulation would begin. 
So we're at the end, when you come to the end of chapter 9, we're at the end of the first half of the tribulation, which means that the seven seals and the six trumpets all happen during the first 42 months of the tribulation period. Now go home and read that passage and see how busy the world's going to be and how devastating the judgments of God are going to be. If you do your math quickly, you'll find that one half, one out of every two people living on the earth at the time of the rapture, or if you want to put it another way, at the time that the first seal is broken, from that time until midway through the, midway through the tribulation period, one half of every of the total population plus will be killed. That's in three and a half years. Now, when you have time, take the material that we've showed you to be interviews. Take that out of your text. Don't throw it away. Just take it out. And what you will see is the seven seals are sequential. Out of the seven seal come the seven trumpets. Out of the seven trumpet come the seven bowls. That's the chronology. That's the one, two, three, four. That's the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, through the book of the Revelation. You're also going to discover that John in the interviews writes about two-thirds of his writing. Or to put that another way, the amount of space in the book of the Revelation where God declares and delivers the seven seals, the seven trumpets, seven bowls of wrath, the amount of space it takes for God to tell you that story is about one half. Actually, that's not true. About one third. And the rest of that material is the special targeted interviews. Now that should tell us what God thinks is important. God doesn't just give us seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bowls. God says, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. There's some special stuff going on in the midst of this that I want you to be thoroughly acquainted with. I want you to have special insight. And that's what those passages are all about. Call them interviews, call them interruptions, <laughs> call them whatever you want to, but go back and read the material in your New Testament, leaving the bracketed portions out. It'll flow like oil. Then go back and read those targeted interview sessions and note how particular, how specific, how graphic they are. They're not locked into chronology, but they talk deeply about things that are part of this 21 judgment chronology. Got it? Oh, I hope so.
It will make the book come alive. I didn't hear that. Would you repeat that? Would I repeat what? I can't hear that. Please see me after class. This is a marvelous rendering of one of the last verses in Hebrews to put where your alarm clock is so that every morning when you wake up, here's how your day starts. Now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, with the blood of the everlasting covenant, equip you with all that is good to do his will, working in us what is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. I confess, I have three strategic places where I'm reminded what life is all about in this chaotic day in which we live. Let me pray. Father in heaven, thank you for the cold weather. It makes us anticipate spring. And thank you for letting us live here in a world that's troubled and confused among people that are lost. We're constantly reminded that we're broken. We need your spirit. Oh, how we need your spirit. But we thank you for this beacon that shines into the future, this book of the Revelation. Thank you for the one who is its hero, its main character, the one called the Lamb. Thank you for his love for us, what he has done, what he is doing, and what he will do eternally to make our lives beyond significance and to make our joy greater than tongue can express. May we learn to worship and love and obey you, Lord. Bless these folks who come out tonight. I pray that tonight's time in the Word would be helpful. I pray that you guide us as we continue our study, taking a deeper look at some of these things we brushed over tonight. In all of this, be glorified, eternal one. We pray in Jesus' name. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. I think that request was to repeat all of it. So some clouds remain around the enigmatic book of the Revelation. That's okay, Jim has seven more lessons in this study that we hope will demystify things. Large chunks of the book are angelic interviews or sidebars, and those are not to be confused with the main pulse of John's prophecy. The sermon we concluded today is called Breaking Down Revelation. If you'd like to own a CD of the message, we'll send that to you for a gift of $7 or more. With John on the Isle of Patmos is the name of the series. All nine sermons in the group will come to you in a CD album for an offering of $34 or more. Thanks to the bold believers standing with us financially and in prayer. Your gift makes a difference. It makes a difference to us who produce the program, to everyone hearing, wherever they may be in the world. And we believe that somehow our faith and obedience even make a difference to God. If you'd like to help, please contact us. Just call 1-800-984-2313. That's 800-984-2313. Or mail us at Right Start. 
P.O. Box 437, Worthington, Ohio, 43085, USA. And the website is rightstartradio.org. There you can find some great Bible-based content, present and past radio programs, uninterrupted sermons, and you can have the daily radio show come to you automatically by signing up for the podcast on iTunes. It's easy and secure to donate, and you won't get any spam from us if you do. Just go to rightstartradio.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan Pope. A day is coming in which God will make it impossible for us to continue business as usual. Let's learn about it together on Tuesday's Right Start. Thank you.